What's up? What's up? What's up? As Martin Lawrence used to say on the Martin Show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday Night Chats with Dads. I am your host for the evening, King Smith. Join me for the next hour as I bring on somebody who I've it seems like I've known this dude for a really long time. I've known him, I've known his family, I've met his people, uh, and this guy is a really good guy. He is a guy who I always tell people is one of the best examples of a dude, a man that I know. And a lot of people who uh, know him will probably also say the exact same thing. Now, when I asked this guy to come on, I fully expected him to say nope, <laughs> because he's a pretty private person, all right? But people that know him, people that have worked with him, he has a way of elevating the people around him uh, and do it very effortlessly. Man, I messed it up. My tongue from Alabama sometimes, uh, it gets the best of me. So... I was very excited when he agreed to come on and uh, say yes. Me and this guy, we've talked about a range of different things from life, from our jobs, passions, goals, careers, and he can easily motivate you without really trying. Like, I, it's a gift. And I think that other people that know him would say the exact same thing. So I want to bring on my main man, TJ Ablay. What's up, TJ? <laughs> What's up, King? Man, you, you said some really kind things about me, and half of them weren't true. The other half was maybe 10% true. But the truth <laughs> is, is people hanging around people like you that make that make it worthwhile and make it fun, you know? Oh, man. I don't know if everybody would agree with that, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, before you get started, okay. happy belated birthday to you. I didn't see anything on your YouTube channel. I didn't see 38, 39 push-ups for your birthday. Did you do that? No, I didn't. What I, I what I did do was a photo shoot. I did a photo shoot that I haven't released the uh, photos for yet, man. And it's not that I'm embarrassed about it. I've just been so wrapped up with uh, my YouTube channel and stuff that I'm like, and, and now it's, past, it's way past my birthday. But uh, thank you. You just had one as well, brother. Uh, the big next decade, if you will, right? Yeah, man. I hit the four zero, but I still feel 25 up here, you know? Hey, man. I tell you what, man. That's what matters, brother. That's what matters. But I, hey, man, I appreciate that, man. Leo's right. What, what? <laughs> In the house, you know, they said the best looking dudes have the biggest heads. That's hey. what I say. I agree nope. with it. I agree with it, bro. I think I think that me and you measure out about the same too. <laughs> you made me blush. You made me turn as red as my shirt. So TJ, man, me and you go way back, man. We go way back. You were a little bit in front of me in our training class. So let me ask you, first impression. What was your first impression of me? First impression. You, be honest. I, I'll be honest, man. I don't know if it's the way I was raised, but as soon as I see somebody smiling, like the optimism just comes pouring out of me and I just want to get to know you. And uh, the first time I saw you, honestly, man, you were reserved and quiet and it's almost like you had up a, like a wall. But as soon as I got you to smile one time, man, it was like an immediate friendship and uh, we connected. I think I was only like a month ahead of you in, in a boom operator tech school. Mm -hmm. uh, we shared that same common room with uh, Lifer, 
with uh who else you me lifer um i think we had gonzo in our gonzo uh, and uh god i can't believe i forgot his name it's been that long casey (laughs) ten guy yeah oh uh oh no No, sean scott what espinoza yeah, Espinosa. Man, I haven't seen that dude in a while. He used to be on social media. And I don't think I've seen him, seen him online ever. Yeah, a cool man. Ass yeah dude. no. No, David, right. No, King was quiet, man. At one time, King was quiet. Like it unless you got to know him, he wouldn't come out of a shell. Now he's changed since then. But uh yeah, man, ever since uh King and I just started talking and cutting it up, like we we just we bonded. And we may not believe in and and all the same things but we can always find something to talk about just two good dudes always smiling you know yeah and see tj that's what i tell people all the time man and this is kind of uh it, it it's a thing with me we can be two people that totally disagree on everything but as long as there's a common respect for your fellow man that we could go share a beer or you know whatnot man at the end of it all. And I like people that can do that. Know that, hey, we might not agree on politics, religion, you know, the proper way to tie your shoe, the best, you know, haircut that a man should have. But at the end of the day, man, if we, as long as there's a respect, or just a, 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 a level set of respect that's there, man, we good. We good. Hey. Hey, some of us still need haircuts. I mean, my, my hairline's going, but some of us still need them. Hey, man, you still got a full head of hair. Uh, I don't see Back any grades, man. Have any grades uh, come in yet? Yeah, yeah. Here's a secret for all the fathers out there. You see why it's so short right here? It's because uh-huh. I have the gray. Okay. I have the gray. Okay. Hey, hey, man, you touched on something. I, I, I was going to bring it up later, but, man, it's a great segue. So you start talking about as, as long as two people have a common bond. Uh, you respect that, and you can go out and have a beer, even if you disagree. Uh, here recently, in the probably the past five years of my life, I have found a strong desire to debate with people, not out of hate or spite, not out of an intellectual desire, but simply because I like I like debating with people because it tells me their character. I was just debating a, a somebody, Lieutenant Colonel, earlier okay. this week. All right. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what the topic was over because we'll, we will remain apolitical. But we were debating on both sides of the aisle. And uh, completely opposite of me. But I respect the hell out of them because although we're on both sides of the aisle, we were both able to talk and leave emotions aside. Completely. Mm, and as a matter of fact, he was able to to change my mind on something really small. Uh, but man, that's the magic of it is just being able to debate with people, even if you disagree with them, and maybe coming away with something uh, new and not walking away with anger. That's that's what I like. Yes, and being able to listen and hear what the person is saying, not just sit there with your arms folded, wait, be like, oh, I'm about to tear them up with this one. <laughs> Too many people do. I was bad at doing it at one point, but I've since gotten a little bit better at it. So so let me ask you, I, I told you why I like to do it. I like to do it because it tells you the character of a person. Why, why do you like to debate? Man, lately I've been trying to have a better understanding about a couple of things. And I don't know, I think as I've gotten older, and I'm, I'm a little bit more 
introspective. I've started to have a couple of philosophical thoughts about why I view things the way that I view things. Is it because of the way things have happened to me? Or, you know, do I just see things, you know, that's a little bit different, but I like to try to understand why, you know, me, me and you both had jobs that allowed us to travel. And in my opinion, traveling really opens your eyes to a lot of different things, culturally, intellectually. So I'm full of questions, you know what I'm saying? And I also like to know how other people think. It's like, man, why do you think like that? Talk with me. Let me know. Because yeah, I don't yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. it, but I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've gotten a lot uh, of information out of all your guests. You know, I've watched probably your last half dozen videos. Uh, the one with Tay. Uh, God, who doesn't want to be as funny as him? Uh, Mike, who doesn't want to be athletic as him? Hell, Cassidy could be a comedian himself. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite ones was the one with Leo. Yeah. Leo's Uh, a good dude, man. He's a good dude. Before you tell me anything else, what was, what was the, 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 what what was the theme of that video? Do you remember? Uh, so Leo's theme. Oh man. Oh, put on the spot. Leo's theme. Cause I like to have a theme with each guest. Leo's theme was, um, Trauma, I believe. Um, really? Can I tell yeah. you what I got out of it? Sure, let's hear it. I did, I, I did not get trauma out of it because I think I watched Leo on the way home from work. I had him playing down here through the speakers and, and every once in a while I looked down at him and I'm like, man, that is a wise man. The stuff he was saying, he's wise beyond his years. And I really liked his uh, his interview. That was a good one. Rock on. Yeah, yeah. Man, he, he, he's another guy, too, that I wasn't sure if he was going to say yes, but he agreed to do it. And and without even hesitation, and he's like, yo, anything for you, my man. I'm like, oh. And he, <laughs> he opened up. Uh, I was surprised at how much he opened up about because we've had some topics and stuff offline, but it's my hope that, as people can talk about things, man, that anybody that's out there listening or watching would know that, you know, it's all right to try to connect with somebody. If you've got something that's on your mind or if you're going through something to know that, you know, you aren't the only one. And uh, both him, uh, Doug Bourne, I was a bit oh, yeah, surprised Doug. by what he dropped um, in mind. But, you know, I, I'm appreciative of that because I've had some people send me messages, send me emails saying, Hey man, like that episode that you did with so-and-so, like I needed to hear that, man. I've been going through something and not really sure what my next step should be, you know? And, Mm. and, 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 and it's good to know that there's some type of positive impact out there, man. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah, man. uh, So two things, Doug is the reason I started watching all of your uh, chats with dads. Yeah. Who, who doesn't smile seeing Doug Bourne in a cowboy hat? Dougie Freshman, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I, 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 I've, been, uh, I've been keeping up with Doug a little bit on LinkedIn. I know he, he got out, and I think he's working for Amazon. Or maybe uh, – no, that was Heath. That was Heath Hampton, wasn't it? Who's yeah. Doug working for? I think he's an air, uh, air scheduler, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fli- a flight schedule. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man, he's killing it. Uh, so I started watching your shows because of him. And, and you touched on something a second ago. It made me think of uh, made me think of something. Let me ask you about this. Uh, I read an article, I don't know, probably six months ago, back when it was still cold out here in Alabama, and I'd actually leave the house other than to go <laughs> to work and come home. You know what I'm talking about. It's miserable here. And I was out, I was out in the neighborhood walking, 
and I was listening to a podcast about friendship and uh, how men need friendships, especially when they get older in age, because think about it. You had your best friend in high school, right? Mm-hmm. I have I had my best friend in high school. He actually passed away when he at the age of twenty nine from a heart attack. Oh, sorry to hear that. And we've had we've had several good friends. You're one of them. Uh, Sean Gilson's a great friend. I have a great uh, friend from college, uh, Chance. How, you know, I've got maybe a handful of dudes that I could I could get close with. Keyword could. Okay. You know, but the military pulls us away from them. So it's so the anyways, the podcast, I think uh, what the point of the podcast was, was the older men get uh, the further away they get from school, the further away they get from football, the further away they get from their roots. You know, they start chasing careers, families, women, uh, <laughs> hobbies, the harder it is for those men to connect. And uh, what you made me think of was stuff like this. I can't tell you, though, it's pr- probably been at least a year since I've gotten together with a uh, Another dude and just talked about deep stuff like this, you know, values, integrity, struggles. Like men just don't do that anymore. And what this podcast was saying is, uh, it, it's going to be a detriment to our society if men don't start connecting more and sharing menly stuff in a good, healthy way. Hey, man. What do you I, think? Hey, well, I mean, dude, I totally agree with that. Like. If nobody wanted to come on my podcast, I was still going to come on (laughs) and talk about what I wanted to talk about. Just like the values of, you know, being a great father or trying. Let me tell you this. Trying to be because you can't judge yourself. Right. Um, It's the people around you that, you know, judge you or, you know, place you know, whatever they want to on how you are as a parent. Um, like for me, I know I like would like to try to live a certain way and that at the end of it all, I just hope, right? I hope that my daughter is proud of her dad. That would be the greatest thing for me just to hear that. And if nobody's willing to talk about that consistently every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on YouTube, the actual King Smith, I will be, <laughs> I will be. And, 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 and just to maybe hope, get some wheels spinning, get some people talking, man. Um, that would be fantastic for me because from what I see, I don't think a lot of people are doing it or doing it enough. And it's causing people to like go on Reddit. All right. Which Reddit's an online forum and ask oh, yeah. for advice about stuff that, Maybe their dad should have told them or another older male in their family, but maybe they don't have the courage to or the ability to. And while everybody has a different way of, you know, living, uh, it's my hope to get different people, not just folks that are this way or that way. I want all spectrums of people to come on to my platform uh, and share their journey and thoughts about, you know, uh, living life as men and, you know, their beliefs as a father. Yeah, uh, even David Guzman, man. So David's a guy who I met here, great guy, army veteran. So I'm not going to hold that against him. He said, yeah, man, my goal is for my daughter to say, my dad is the best guy I know. I met his daughter the other day at trivia. <laughs> Looks just like a man. <laughs> it is the coolest thing <laughs> to see when you're like looking at somebody that's like, oh yeah, you can't hide who that is whatsoever that is your spawn man and uh she's a really cool kid man it was really nice to meet her uh that's something that me you and him all have in common we're fathers 
of daughters. When mm. you found out that you were going to be a dad, were you hoping oh, no. for a boy? Or, you know, oh, no. or did it you get like, like me completed. and found out you were having a girl and was like, damn. <laughs> Remember before we came live and you said, are there any topics off, uh, you know, that we can't talk about? And I said, I'll yeah. play the fifth. Oh, my God. I go, I go ahead and tell you the story. I'll tell, uh-huh. I'll tell it to you now because my daughter's 11 and you know how much I love my daughter. And I've already oh, yeah. told my daughter the story. So we were at Vance Air Force Base. Sky was pregnant. I mean, she was about to pop. We had the whole family over. And this is when that whole thing about the gender reveal parties is just kicking up. So you have to have everybody over and have some innovative way to figure out what sex the baby you're having, right? And, and we did cupcakes. You know, this is back before I think they had fireworks and technology. So we just, you know, put some dye in cupcakes. This was back in 2009. Yeah, 2009 is when Presley was born. And so uh, we both took a bite of our cupcakes and we still have the video. I was about 50 pounds smaller. So, you know, just imagine a smaller me. And we and we, we took a bite of these cupcakes and, and you can just see my wife and I, we look at these cupcakes and King, I'm, I'm ashamed. Like you can see the, just the expression, just <laughs> and we're like, and we look at each other and we're like, yay. You know, we played it off later on. We're laying in bed together and we're talking, you know, just her and I finally. And so I turn over to her and I said, so, so what do you think? And she said, no, you go first. And I said, man, babe, I, I really wanted a boy. She said, I know me too. And uh, I think we even cried about it or she, I'm, no, she cried. <laughs> I'm sure she cried about it. It wasn't me, but like we were, like we were physically upset that we weren't having a boy. But you, you, me, and David, we can attest to this. I don't know if David has any other sons, but being a father of a daughter is the best thing I've ever done in life. It makes me so happy. Uh, next to God, next to my wife, there is nothing more I'd rather do than come home and see my baby girl, give her kisses. You know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I'll stop there, but I do want to tell you one more thing. All right. Yeah. Um, real quick then, because you said that you did have something else. So your daughter's name is Presley named after Elvis. I <laughs> know, but that's what her, that's what her, uh, uh, grandpa calls her, uh, Elvis. Uh, we, we call her bug, you know, everything goes with bug, love bug, stink bug when she stinks. Uh, yeah, man, it, it, we call her Presley, uh, sky, just like that name. Um, I had no say so. You know how it goes. Uh, but I did want to tell you, to, to you and David, I think I shared this with you before. I share this with every father of daughters uh, that I come across. A long time ago, I found this article. I think when, when uh, Presley was still growing in, in her mama's womb, I found this article and it was called 100 Rules for Fathers of Daughters. 100 okay. Rules. And Put the link up in this. Do something, but anybody with a, with a daughter, y'all need to go check out that that article. It's a hundred rules, and, I, and I'll just give you two of them because two of them really stick out to me. But all of them are amazing. Uh, one of the rules is: Hey, write your daughter a letter every year on her birthday, a handwritten letter, like write something for her, for her to treasure for the rest of her life. But here's the kicker. Don't tell her that you're writing it for her. Write it, envelope, seal it, address it, put the date and her age on it. Okay. I've got a stack of envelopes in my safe. I've got 11 envelopes. And, and the kicker is the, the rule said to hold on to those letters 
and you give it to your daughter when she most needs it in her life. If she's struggling in high school, she's struggling out of high school on her wedding day as a gift, like you give it to her when she most needs it in life. And it's an artifact that she can go back and it's something her daddy created for her. It's, it's completely different than our kids are used to growing up in this day and age, social media where everything is digital. They have something that their daddy made for them. So that, that's a cool rule. And then the other rule like is really that. quick. The other rule, I'll let you comment on, on both of those after I shut up. Uh, the other rule is uh, your daughter, I always mess this one up, so don't make fun of me. Your daughter will marry the type of man that she sees you treat her, her uh, my wife. So if, if I'm bad to my wife, she, whatever bad characteristics I emulate, that's the type of man that Presley's going to marry. Hmm. That's what she's going to seek. And boy, that stabbed me in the heart. I'm like, oh my God, now I got to be good to Sky for my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting one, man. That's an interesting one because I like to think that I'm a, a, a good guy. I have my faults. I know I have my faults. Um, Did you, wait, hold up. Did you do that? Who, who put that up there? Oh, hey, man, I've got a producer that's sitting over here that I pay for full time to work with me Did over here, man. Them? I'm moving Did on. They... I'm moving on up in the world. Oh, you got to tell me your secrets later, man. That's impressive. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm moving on up in the world. Hey, I take this uh, YouTube thing very seriously, brother. <laughs> I don't even know how you did that, but I'm impressed. <laughs> hey, you know, so, all right, so writing in my article, see, that's interesting because part of a vision that I have, I don't know if my daughter knows that I do that. No, actually, she does. I'm sorry. She's been over here when I've been live recording uh, and talking about my chats with dads, but I also want to have uh, a something digital of me where I'm giving lessons to her that sometimes in the moment, man, and this is what's tough about being a dad that cares. Sometimes in the moment we're thinking about, you know, are the bills paid, uh, safety and security of the family, what you have going on, like responsibility wise, you know, hobbies or things yeah, that, yeah. you know, you might do. And sometimes, man, in just living life, you forget to parent or maybe give those lessons that you want to, but you might be tired because of everything that, you know, you've had to do. So I've had this idea that there's going to be some episodes, right, that I'm going to do that I'm not going to have another guest on. And on those episodes, they're not going to be live. They're going to be pre-recorded where I'm talking about a certain value or a certain thing or lesson that I want to make sure that I tell her in person and that we have that synchronous conversation, right, where it's back and forth. But then if, you know, I don't know, life gets in the way, I forget, she has school, you know, whatever, uh, she can come back to that. And it's like, what did my dad say about X, Y, and Z? And it's there because, let me say this, man, uh, may he rest in peace. I lost a really good friend uh, earlier this year to COVID. And I only knew this dude for a very short period of time but we came into the va together and then after about a year or so he moved on to other things but we stayed in touch super cool dude uh hawaiian guy um army veteran father of five man he had a whole basketball team all boys all boys um and uh 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 uh, uh in that short period of time, man, I got to respect him and know him uh, and value his opinion on a lot of different things. 
Um, and then his wife had reached out to me uh, after we didn't, you know, uh, hear from him for a while. He caught some complications from it, um, overcame them after a period of time. Things were looking to be up. And then she reached back out and said that, you know, he's not here anymore. Um, and his oldest is teenagers. His youngest, <sighs> I might be wrong on this, but his youngest is about nine-ish or whatnot. Um, but, you know, their father's gone. You know, I have a heart condition, man. And for as much as I try not to think about it, you know, it's something that, I mean, I could go to sleep tomorrow, man, and not wake up. I like to have something out there for my daughter to know her father by, you know, like not just the memories. Because, I mean, let's be honest, man, memories fade. Memories fade. But as long as YouTube is up and my channel is up, you know, she can you know, come to here and know that I started this because I care about her. I love her. And, you know, I want her to know that, you know, her dad's just, you know, doing the best that he can. Yeah, man, that's Castle's going to see it as such a blessing just to be able to come on here and click and see my dad. If I'm having a bad day, watch five minutes and go on her day when you're gone. And if she can do that, it's going to make the world for her, you know, just to get that support from her dad. I hope so, man. I hope so. Uh, so you, you've only got one. Why just one, man? Uh, is it something that you and your wife you know, <sighs> planned or just kind of been that way? Yeah, that's a tough. I, you know what? I'm not too old to have more kids. You sure about I'm that? Not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too old. <laughs> You hear that, babe? <laughs> TJ, you, you can't go to your kid's high school graduation almost 60. Come on now. I mean, you could. Man. I know people that's done it. But do you really want to? You, you know what? I, I was the hold up for the longest time. I don't think until I was 28 or 29. Uh, looking back on it, like, I waited so long because I've always been so pragmatic and and logical and always wanted to have my ducks in a row. We don't have enough money. We don't have money in, I don't, I don't my degree's not done. We have to move. Uh, I always had excuses and finally Skylar, one day she was like, hey, it's time. And I said, time for what? She said, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. And, and so <laughs> like the decision was made and it, I wouldn't take it back to save my life. I even told Presley, I wish I would have had her when I was 21. Like, for real, you know what I mean? I wish I would have mm-hmm. had her as soon as I could in my life. That way I could have been younger. Uh, so I don't, I don't know why we never had a second one. Just Tommy out. Uh, I would love another one. My wife's probably too old. But I'll. you need to get her on here and ask Okay, plead the fifth. All right, there we go. We have uh Alicia. Hey fam, what's up? She said men can have kids in their 70s. Go for it. Mm-mm. Tell your husband True that story. <laughs> See <True>. what he says. <laughs> King, I worked with a great dude by the name of John O'Grady Walsh in the Pentagon. He was my contractor. Oh, God, I hope he doesn't watch this. I think he was 73. He had, at the time, this is two or three years ago, 73-year-old man. He had a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old going off to college, both of them his and both of them his wife's, who was the same age. And their story was 
they couldn't get pregnant their entire lives. And finally, in their life, I think they reached the age of 60 or something crazy, 58, 60. And they said, hey, you know what? Let's try in vitro one last time. Uh, the wife was like, I'm healthy. Let's go. And they had two kids four years apart in their uh, in their 60s. Man, so, I don't know. Like, so I hear that so and I right. smile, you know, because, God. you know, this, I'm going to say this and I'm going to catch flack for it. I think family planning is important. And there's people that they have the means to have a family, but because of reproductive science, whatever, they just can't, you know, and they have a hard time. But TJ, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. There's people that be having these kids and it's like, uh, you had sex that had sex, but you should not be reproducing, man, because you can't afford a family. Like, family planning is a big deal to me. It's why I only wanted one. Because uh, I-, I looked this up yep. on a different podcast, but as of right now, the average cost of raising a kid from zero to 18 is 285000 All right? That's a quarter of a million on just raising the kid. You're talking healthcare food, school, basic stuff, all right? That's not including your normal expenses. And, you know, to get a bigger house, if you, you know, want a bigger house because you have extra kids, the more square footage, the more you're paying. I I don't so get people's I'm choices hearing, in doing that. Uh-huh. But it what, is what, what it I'm is. hearing, King, what I'm hearing is you only have one GI Bill, therefore you only have one kid. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Man, yeah, I mean, man. And, and, and then like I've talked about this before. I don't know how easily I could have like split. Like I have one child I can focus on. All right. And give all of my efforts when she needs it, as well as think about the stuff that I've got going on, as well as, you know, X, Y and Z. I don't I don't know how I could have split myself in all these different ways having to manage i'm going to use the word manage manage different personalities as they're growing and learning themselves that's just an excuse king that's the excuse we tell ourselves we'd manage just fine you'd get by you wake up the sun would rise the sun would set you can do it with two or three kids maybe not five but you can do it with two or three you could you're a good dad man Man, yeah, I'm a great dad because I only have one and she's easy and fun and stress-free, man. Hey, I would have had that second kid. That second kid would have been a hell-spawn demon child and have been the I, bane I of my it. existence. <laughs> man, hey, so so let's bring it back. I want to bring it back. and I want to turn this on you and drop a grenade on you. Uh, I'm not saying you're right or wrong, but I'm just curious because I read the title of today's chats with dads and i read your description and uh i thought it was very interesting on a few things that you put in there and and you're right it ties directly to values uh you put and i think you're you're probably 10 percent right on these and i thank you for the compliments but you said in describing me i was productive debatable successful perspective and i was a contributing member to society yeah maybe you said I was a private person. Uh, I'd like to get your take on that. And uh, you said I was consistent. So why did you choose those adjectives? And then I look right. into the values. Great question. So you know a young person by the name of Brooklyn Mosley, 
All right. Almost. I know her. Yeah. Good old Mosley. Um, she, can I say this? Uh, well, yes. Cause if you go to her LinkedIn profile, you can see she's killing it. I'm what she does her. is around yeah. politics and, you know, things like that. And there's, we've talked about a, a spectrum of stuff that kind of goes along with campaigning and, you know, a uh, 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 stuff that um, as people are out campaigning, like, why do people go after certain things about this person if they, you know, if their track record shows that they can get things done, then why is it that people like to attack for, you know, all of this other stuff, like their personal stuff that doesn't have to do with their ability to, like, manage a city or a state or whatever um but with you man i've always said that you were like clark kent all right and what i mean by that is that if somebody were to say that you were a troublemaker they would say that you, uh, you definitely got the wrong person um i have never known you to be late ever if you have been late for stuff <laughs> I, I've never seen it. All right. That's true. Uh, That's true. We've talked about, um, you know, how you show up uh, with the uniforms, man, in the military. There were days in my military that my uniform did not look the best. All right. I got out. I, ain't, I don't feel like getting it. But, bro, your uniform stayed shoe shine stay you know, fresh as if you just got it out of dry cleaners. The only time that I saw you when you were uh, not on leave, you always had to, you know, shave face and you can grow a beard in hours. You can shave and it's scruff in, you know, the very next day. Uh, but you were I'm just you, trying to you be like you, man. You consistently showed up. You were consistently a good example of doing things, you know, the right way or by the book, you know, because the book might have it this way. But uh, sometimes there is some gray area. I've never seen you live in a gray area moment in the times that I've known you. So I've always said this joke. Um, you know how Two-Face in the Batman comics, uh, he was considered like like um, the white knight, if you would, you know, the guy that was always going to do the right thing uh, when he was, uh, what was he, an alderman or, you know, whatever he was. I'm like, that's, that's TJ, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> And when I see you lead, you know, like you're a natural leader. When, when I thought of characteristics of things where it's like, man, like if I just want to be known as a good guy, you're the name that I think about. You're the, the, the way that you show up and do things. Um, and I, I don't know this for certain, but I have a good idea that when you're talking to your daughter about certain things, I believe that you're talking to her about things from like a value standpoint um, and not telling her what she, what you want her to know, but maybe having those conversations and, 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 and molding her, you know, uh, you know, thoughts and things as she's um, growing up. Now, in fact, I know I've seen that. I've seen those conversations. I've hung out with y'all enough to see how you interact with her, but I see that, is how you interact with everybody, all right? Um, so when I say the most consistent man that I know, and I'm not not family, friends, people who I grew up with, uh, you've been extremely consistent uh, with everything from what I can see. Man, uh, 
God, it, it's hard to hear people say say such nice things about you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, so I see where you're coming from, and I just wanted to understand the context before we get into this values discussion. Absolutely. So, ten uh, percent truth, Aaron. I mean, King. Ten percent truth. Sorry, right. man. You're, I mean, you're my boy. We go way back. You know what I call you, King. Uh, ten percent truth, man. Uh, you ask my wife those same questions, she'd probably give you a whole different story. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's interesting. Uh, man, you can't be perfect all the time. You can only be as good as you can as often as you can do it. Uh, mm -hmm. So so I was reading the title, and uh, you slot him into this values discussion. And, man, my head started spinning. I try to go work out every morning and it's it's my quiet time, but the last couple mornings when I've been working out, my head my head's going a million miles a minute. I'm sitting there lifting weights, I'm on the treadmill and I'm thinking about values. And I said, so I took a shower, went out in my car, I got my little notebook right here and I, st I just started writing. I'm like, man, if King wants to talk about values, like what what do I value as a person? And I'm like, what, what is it? What does value mean? And to me, value means what fulfills you as a person, okay. what fulfills you. And once you get that frame of mind as to what fulfills me, what makes me whole as a person, that's what guides my actions. That's how I make decisions based on my value and on where I see value based on what I value. But, but bro, it got, it got deeper. So I'm sitting there drinking my coffee. You know, it's raining here in the hurricane in Alabama. This is, this is this morning or yesterday. So I'm sitting there drinking my coffee. It's raining. You know, it's, it, it's perfect. Still half an hour before I have to go into work and I'm writing and I'm like, uh, what do I value as a person? I'm like, whoa, wait, what do I value as a father? I'm like, but I'm more than just a father. What do I value as a friend? I'm like, but guy is the most important person in my life. What do I value as a husband? And then I'm like, oh my God, there's so much to think about. <laughs> so here's what I here, here's what I landed on. Ready? All right. We're gonna go three or four more layers deep. What what do I value as a man? Because that's truly what guides my actions and, and what guides me through the day. And then I'm like, well what's a man? I'm like, surely I got to talk about this. King's going to ask me, well, what do you mean, what's a man? <laughs> well, what's a man? What, what's, what's, your, what's your single sentence definition? What's a man? Ooh. As simple uh, as possible. What's a man? Uh, a man a, a man is a guy with a penis. That's the simple, Ooh. quick. <laughs> and I say that so, hesitantly because <laughs> I know so, what's coming so next. I, no, no, you don't. I agree with you, but there's people out there that won't agree with you. But uh -huh. For debate's sake, I agree with you. It's even simpler than that. I got two examples. A man is the opposite of a woman. Okay. Yeah. And a man is the opposite of a child. Okay. Here's what I mean by those two things. So whenever I say a man is opposite of a woman, I I'm typically talking about the outward appearance and the outward characteristics. I don't have to go any further. I mean, obviously, because a yeah. man and a woman can value the same things. Yes. Would you yes. Agree? 
Oh, absolutely. So here's what I mean by the child uh, analogy. A man is the opposite of a child. And whenever I talk about that, I'm talking about a child's inward characteristics. Okay. Typically, because of their age, what are children? What are some of the characteristics of children? Um, I'd say children are extremely creative, all right, because they're able to imagine a lot of possibilities. You know, they aren't constrained by, you know, I don't real life, I guess. Um, so that's the first thing that I think of when I think of children or a child just extremely imaginative. I agree, but children could also be uh, selfish, mm -hmm. hurtful rude they could be you know what we call childish could be in childish it's the, that's the opposite of a man so in my opinion i can't i couldn't define my values and <laughs> i got deep man i'm sorry i couldn't define my values until i defined what being a man was and being a man is the opposite of being childish no longer being childish or selfish or putting yourself first or being rude or mean to people that's what being a man is and so I think you got to frame it like that when you talk about values. What do I value as a man? Hmm. And, and so, so once I once I define that, and once I kind of, you know, drew the boundaries about writing down my values that I wanted to discuss with you from being a man, bro, I got some good ones. So it's it's kind of weird. Like I started writing these down and check this out. I'm not lying to you. I started writing them down. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. <laughs> I'm chugging my coffee. I'm getting it. I'm like, I got 10 minutes before class starts. So, I, so I'm getting it. And it just so happens uh, I, I came across five words that start with the letter P. Okay. And uh, and, and they started from big to, to little. So I just start going with it. And so here's what I value, man. Uh, the very biggest thing I value as a man is having a purpose. Okay. That's my first P. Man, you got to have a purpose. And I'm not talking about like my purpose is to wake up and go to work. My purpose is to go to the gym and get swole, you know, so I come home and Sky winks at me. I mean, I like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my other P's down there. Uh, purpose. So I'm like, all right, this is easy. Serve God, be a good, be a good husband, and be a good father. That's my purpose in life. Those three things from big to small. God, I'm be a good husband to Sky, be a good uh, father to Presley. That's my purpose in life. And everything I do in life should kind of revolve around those three things. You agree? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that I think that that's I think that that's fair depending on where you are in your life, you know, because I because I'm not a husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's your purpose? What's your top level purpose? Being a good father? My my top level purpose that I'd say easily without a doubt is being a good father. Yeah, my absolutely. My second that I would uh, say, and, and and this is where I kind of struggle with is um, to provide value to other guys. You know, Ooh, not everybody's going to think one. that you know say that what I say or do is the right thing or whatnot. And I'm not trying to say that. Uh, but I realized like, I like helping people. I can help people and not get anything out of it uh, at all. I have helped people and have 
had a net <laughs> loss. But to me, it's a net gain if, you know, that help that I provided, you know, uplifted that person, man, and yeah, got man. them to um, a better spot. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, it's one of the reasons why, like, people don't know this. Like, I volunteer a lot. I don't talk about it, but I volunteer a lot. Um, I enjoy doing it because, you know, I and, and one of the things that I do volunteer for, I haven't done it a lot lately because COVID and just life. Uh, but there is a nonprofit out there that um, they go to kids and they talk about uh, different values like uh, character, uh, perseverance, strength, courage. Um, and, you know, to give examples in real life experiences. And I'll tell you something, man, one of the dopest things that happened to me was I did one of those events. And then about a month or so later, one of the kids came up to me, was like, hey, Mr. Smith. And I looked and I recognized the kid, right? And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And it was her and, you know, her whole family. But this kid like ran up to me very enthusiastically, you know, and uh, I'm like, hey, like, you know, this is Baltimore, too. So you got to be careful, you know, uh, who you're around in Baltimore or whatnot. And I'm a stranger to this person's family. Uh, but she's like, hey, yeah, like, so when's the next time that you're coming back? You know, all this, that, the third. And I didn't think that I reached out to that kid because she was one of the most stubbornest persons that I had to talk to. But I think people would call me extremely stubborn as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then her mom came up to me afterwards. Like, yeah, like, she talked about you when she came back from the event or whatnot, like, you know, she definitely uh, 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 thought that you were a pretty cool person. Uh, thanks for all, you know, thanks for all that you do. And bro, my day was, my whole weekend, man, was made, man, after that point. Man, let me bring, I'm going to bring your story back to one of my other P's. Let me run through these and, and stop me if you find anything interesting. So my second P is people. I value uh, friendships, fellowship, uh, you know, professional and personal friendships. I value my friendship with you. Oh God, you gotta tell your, uh, you gotta tell your guys to quit. My assistant is on it, man. My you assistant know, is on it. it. You need to pay them more, because right? I guarantee you're not paying them enough. All hey right. man, don't That's put words second. in. Hey, hey, ignore that. <laughs> so, number one, number one, purpose. Number two, people. Number three, that the, the third thing I value that I make my decisions around is my is my my passions but also what are your passions you know hobbies lifting weights taking my daughter running i like to camp with her i like to kayak i like to golf so you know you make all these decisions around your values my fourth p is progress what are you doing to make yourself better you going after your bachelor's your master's your phd Ooh. your certifications what are you doing to make yourself better that's your uh, progress so we got purpose people passion progress and then uh, last thing your projects. What are the projects that you find interesting? Like I'm a fixer. I like to fix things, even if I break them. Like <laughs> that's where I find my zen. I like. I just like to fix things. And so those those five things right there, man. That's where I find value. And typically, I'm not going to make a decision unless it positively affects one of those things. Like if somebody says, "Hey, why don't you come out here and go drink beer with me tonight?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? You know, maybe if my family's out of town, but I'm not a huge." You know, beer drinker, I'm just going to sit here and chill at the house and read a book or do something nerdy, you know? Hmm. I'm going to hang out with my daughter. I'm going to hang out with my wife. So if it doesn't positively affect my values, why do it? 
You know what? See, see, that's interesting. It's interesting to me that you brought out five P's in those values because I talk about purpose a lot, a lot, actually. But I don't all of your other P's, progress, people, um, passion and ooh, progress, people, passion, projects. Yes. I wrap all of those into purpose. All right. Knowing oh, yeah. knowing what your purpose is, because when you find yourself uh, living in your purpose, I, I <laughs> dude, I'm going to get <laughs> crap. I'm going to get into this. Screw it. I think that when you find your purpose and what your purpose is, uh, all of those other pieces that you listed naturally rolls up into that man. And uh, as a man, I, I, I'm not going to. Mm, yeah. As a guy. As a man, I think that when you're living in your purpose, the people, progress, uh, passion, and projects naturally kind of falls in line with that because you're going to want to do the things that live within that purpose, man. And I think that when a lot of men aren't happy or they seem lost, that's one of the first things that I ask them. What's your purpose, man? So, so, and, and, what I've also noticed is that people that do seem lost, they have their purpose wrapped up into other people. Now, follow me on this here. Two of yours revolve around significant relationships in your life. That is your wife and your daughter. And I don't want to get dark here, but think about this, man. You lose them. You lose two thirds of what you listed was your purpose in life. That's going to affect you extremely, extremely hard. Now, don't want to go into a dark place, but just think about that, man. Like, I, I only listed one. Well, I listed one and one B, one A and one B. And that's be a good father to my daughter and try to be a positive person to people around me. All right. Um, what do you think about that, man? Like I said, it sucks that I kind of took it dark. You know what I'm saying? But like hearing that what's your first thoughts oh god i mean the logical person in me you know of course i'm gonna mourn and and feel the loss and then the logical part of my mind goes to the next steps and and i'm thinking well it's gonna affect like you said the rest of those p's my projects are gonna change my passions are gonna change the people i hang around with are probably gonna change uh, my purpose is going to change. I mean, it, it'll rock your world, like you said. And uh, it goes back to those people you talk with. You you still got to find a purpose. You can't be walking through life without any values tied to your purposes. You can't. Or you're just going to be a lost soul, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, I wish I would have asked you this earlier, but I thought of it, and I think that it's a fantastic question. Now, you have siblings, right? I do. I've got a brother and a couple stepsisters and brothers. Okay. Uh, I knew about your brother. Um, I don't know how close you were to your stepsisters, but how did you prepare when you learned that you were having a daughter? Because you seem like a manly man, like when I first met you, you know, like that dude that, you know, uh, would go ride, you know, motorcycles, you know, after work and go in the garage and work on stuff. Uh, how did you prepare finding out that you were having a daughter? Yeah, man, that's me. I mean, I'm not like toxic masculinity or anything, but I like everything that's manly, <laughs> beer, football, 
outdoors, camping, fishing, hunting, shooting. I like everything manly, but I tell you what, you don't prepare. Your daughter affects you, and uh, she's changed me in a way that I would have never imagined. I'm the biggest teddy bear. Like, uh, I think it was uh, Leo talking about it. Leo was saying his daughter walks by him, and, and he, he grabs her and hugs her, and that's how he was raised. And I don't know if that's how I was raised, but, man, I'll tell you what. I'll probably give that girl a million kisses a day, every single day. So hmm. you, don't, you you can't prepare for it. It's just, it just it brings out all the good all the good in you. And okay. I suppose it could bring out the bad if you don't have your, your purpose aligned properly, you know? Hey, man, there's a lot of P's. You just said purpose a lot of properly. <laughs> Presley. <Purple people> leader. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, doggone it. Ah, we're coming up on that time. Um, I got one more question for you, and then um, I'm going to close out the show. Uh, think about your Make dad, man. Think about your uh, dad. What's the most important lesson that you learned from your pops? Man, I had a chance to meet him. What's the most important lesson that you learned from your dad? Oh, the Ooh, most. scratch that question. Scratch that question. What value did you learn from your father? Mm. The value of being present, being present for your for your uh, kids. Okay, you gotta be there for them because if you're not there for them, you know, just you'll make them solid kids just by being present. Just be, just be there. Ask them what they're doing. Acknowledge them. Put your phone down and look at them in the eyes and just acknowledge their existence. Just the value of presence. Okay. Hey man, TJ, um, I have to tell you something, and this is this is fantastic. I knew I was gonna like this conversation, and here's why. I didn't know that you were gonna write a whole thing, you know, about you know I'm a, uh, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. <laughs> but at the same time, that goes with the consistency that I know I, you were studying for something you were studying for, for your PMP or something one, one of the last times that I got the chance to see you in person man and I saw your little scribbly notes and things that you had down on your notepad matter of fact there was several sheets of stuff uh I think at one point you had a powerpoint or something I don't know if you wrote the powerpoint or if you were studying from it uh but you're still hey, I'm not I'm not that big of a nerd and I'm still studying for that test by the way, but I am scheduled <laughs> for the test. I'm scheduled. Hey now. man. Hey, 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 that's a good thing. I'm gonna tell you, I sat and took the PMP and the C A C P M P the Capum. The Capum. Yeah. The Capum. Yeah. yeah. Uh hey, I'm trying to make like sure you, when I grow up. you go prepared for it. The first time I felt that joint easily. <laughs> and then did, I said, screw this, let me take the Capum. <laughs> so I took the Capum. Past that, but in all honestly, if you can pass the cap, like, well, since it's changed, I don't know, but if you can pass the capital, it was almost like the same exam, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I took the first one enough to feel it to go, this is what I should have been studying, so let me get more into this. Uh, easily pass the capital now. I don't need the PMP for the job that I'm doing, but um, if for some reason that ever changes, I will. Oh. Uh, I just registered for my last class to finish my MBA. I put that joint off for literally right before we had, I went live and got in with you, man. I was registered. I've, oh, man. I, dude, I done, yeah, man. I could have been done a year ago, <laughs> year and a half ago. Dude, I've been putting it off. So, so, so you're telling me that's your progress. That's your P progress. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I've been putting it off and putting it off. Um, but it, it, it's a milestone. It, it, it's a milestone. Um, it's something that I want to accomplish for myself. When when me and you first met, man, I didn't think that I was uh, really ever going to do school. You completed college while you were still enlisted. Now, you already had some college coming into your enlistment or where you finished when you came into your, I don't know, you were close, but from, but from what I know, I remember telling you, man, I don't want to do school. I want to fly and have fun, you know? And now and look then, at you. Hey, uh, I got one quick story to tell, and then I'm going to close out the show. Uh, there fair, was a time. I didn't get to tell any of my good stories. I'll tell them later. <laughs> hey, hey, I tell you what, man, we'll have you back on. How about that? Great. All right, uh, you were, when me and you were both at Robbins Air Force Base in Georgia, I, that was my first duty station that I was there. And I mean, I wasn't quite 21 when I got there, but uh, because I had family and stuff that was close by, like I was used to, hey, if I wanted to have a beverage or a drink, I wouldn't go overboard with it, but I'll have a beverage or a drink. You had a party up your house one time and I was so used to just, hey, you know, I can have a beer or whatnot, but I was under 21. You were clearly like, can't drink here. That was like, wait, I said that. what? Yes, you denied me, bro. That was Sky. I so, that was Sky. I got so mad about that. I was like, Dang, really? You know, but 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 on the other hand, like I said, consistent. Now I don't know if it's the different relate. Like yeah, values change, right? You know, from setting to setting. All right, because if you're around, you know, your cousins or whatnot, I don't know if you would tell your under twenty one cousins, "Hey, man, you can't drink over here." <laughs> but yeah, you did. And I was like, dang, I thought we was boys. <laughs> what a jerk! I'm such a jerk, man. I'm sorry. Look, I remember my, that, man. But, well, like I, I said, consistent, man. No, hey, I respect it. I respect it. And, and, and that's the thing. I totally respect it because, you know, it wasn't just me. You know, I was like, all right, well, if he's saying that to me and I thought me and you was boys, then he's, he's applying that, you know, across the board. Now, if that wasn't the case and somebody comes on here and say, hey, man, TJ, let me drink when, you know, I was under 21. <laughs> I don't tell King that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one for uh, see David Guzman said and I missed this comment being a male is a matter of birth being a man is a matter of choice, choice. that was by L. Cole I like that I like that I'm gonna have to go look David up who L. Man. Cole is well hey man uh, I'm gonna link that article I'm gonna find it as soon as this is over and I'm gonna put that in the description of my YouTube channel but TJ thanks for coming on man Thanks for doing this. We got some other stuff that me and you can kind of get into. Absolutely. So if you're willing to come back on, man, uh, I'd love to have you, brother. Man, I love to. I'm blessed. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Let me see. Everybody. Oh, let me fix this. Come on, man. My assistant is not on their job. All right. So that was TJ. TJ Abelay. I've known this dude for ooh, almost 20 years now. It'll be 20 years-ish somewhere this year. And uh, the one thing that, oh, man, I, the one thing that I regret, he, he used to be stationed a little bit near me, uh, a little bit right down the road. We never really linked up like we should have. I regret that. Should have definitely made that happen a little bit more. Uh, but 
that's a guy who I've <laughs> there are some times where I'll want to make a decision and I don't go what would my dad think? I go, I wonder how TJ would think about this. Because he's he's very kind of philosophical about some things and 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 really put some thought into why he makes the choices and the and the decisions that he makes. I'm not joking. I've had conversations with other people. There's people that don't know TJ personally, but have heard me talk about him enough because I respect that uh, his values. And while his values, he may not have been able to name his values, um, you know, uh, off the rip like that to know and prep for it and write this stuff down and really come to talk about it. I think it was easy for him to talk about it because he lives it. And it is my opinion, my opinion, that uh, everybody should know what their purpose is. And I've already talked about that enough on this uh, channel, on some of my other live streams that I've done is know what your purpose is. You know, you may not really be able to figure it out. Uh, talk to other people. Let other people uh, give you feedback, whether you want to hear it or not, whether it's good or bad. Sometimes there's value in... Um, allowing other people to express like what they see in you because you might not know it all right so that's my video for this week all right that's my live stream i'd like to thank everybody that watched and commented i will be back next week every wednesday 9 p.m on youtube go to my community page as well because i'm gonna stop streaming on my personal page I've kind of had to learn some things. So I created a community page. It's uh, www.facebook.com forward slash the actual King Smith. Same as my YouTube channel. Go over there and like it because uh, I'm doing different content on different days or whatnot, but I'm streaming consistently on that uh, channel five days a week and on my YouTube channel five days a week as well. To everybody that tuned in, thank you. And I will see you next week. Peace.